Hello, this is David Snyder, President of Baptist International Missions Incorporated, welcoming you to today's broadcast of Moments for Missions under the direction of our Vice President, Dr. J.B. Godfrey. Well, yesterday I told you the story of missionary Jimmy Rose who graduated to heaven back in July. And what a blessing to us and to many people with the lives of Jimmy and Nancy Rose. Well, I want to tell you a story today, at least I'll start it today. And it was given a long time ago by missionary Garland Cofield. And the Cofields didn't minister down in Brazil. They were up in the cold northern parts of Canada. And this is a story that was given a good time ago, but what a story it is. And Brother Cofield says she had waited 70 years. Northern Ontario in the winter can be a cold, white world. Little, widely scattered settlements are separated by miles of frozen lakes and forests. The only roads are century-old trails connecting the water routes. Who could ever forget the smoke of each cabin rising into the still frosty air, catching the light of the fading sunset? Oil lamps begin flickering, doors open, and figures step out into the vanishing light to pick up an armload of firewood for the night. Voices are heard, and their tones are mixed, some happy, some sad, for joy and sorrow are the lot of all mankind. It was to several such settings that an Indian brother in the Lord and I had flown before. Sometimes a few days can seem like weeks, and that trip was one of those times. We held gospel services at these villages and were on our way home when the weather took a turn for the worse. My friend had a wife and baby waiting in his village, and I had a family waiting for me, so we were both a little homesick. We were 80 miles from my friend's village when the weather made it impossible to go on. I searched the chart for a settlement within our fuel range. Locating one, I turned the plane in that direction. Now, by the time we had landed and had secured the aircraft, a full-fledged blizzard was blowing. That night after the storm, the temperature dropped to 40 degrees below zero. In a sheltered area, we built a fire, ate, and then unrolled our sleeping bags. My mind was filled with questions. Where will we get fuel to fly on? What am I doing here when I could be somewhere else preaching to crowds? What if we cannot get out or get sick? There's not a phone or a doctor within 360 miles of here. And then I checked myself. I'm a child of God, I thought, and remembered the words of Paul to the church in Thessalonica. In everything give thanks, he said, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Just then my fellow laborers said that we should try to hold a service in the village. And moments later we pushed open a cabin door, and there sat the oldest Indian woman I had ever seen. She was alone and blind. We proceeded with the service and explained the gospel of God's grace to our audience of one. Two hours later, she had received Jesus Christ through faith in him and began to sing, Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. We learned that she had heard about the gospel before the turn of the century from a traveler and that all those years she had longed to hear more. And God had granted two men, one white, one Indian, the privilege of finishing that story of hope which had been started so many years before. Her loneliness, her blindness, her poverty, mixed with misery and guilt, were intensified that night by the fury of a white blizzard. But my friend and I knew that the God of heaven and earth had sent that storm to change the course of an airplane with two preachers aboard 
and brought us to a village in the very first cabin where he, from before the foundation of the world, had chosen to save the soul of a dear Indian woman who had waited 70 years. You've been listening to Moments for Missions. For further information, please write to BIMI, P.O. Box 9, Harrison, Tennessee, 37341, or call us at 423-344-5050. Or you can visit us online at www.bimi.org. Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you.